hey, we're firing up the uh, we're firing up the kettle. We're getting the heat going pretty soon. The whole thing is going to come to a complete boil. We are live, ladies and gentlemen, on all three. Count them: one, two, three platforms. Comedy Schools Radio Network YouTube on the Comedy Schools channel, and Facebook Live. You are watching Living on a Thin Line with Tony Visick. I am Tony Visick. We come to you every day at two p.m. Mountain Standard Time, Arizona time. It's uh, the weird thing is, yes, if you're in Utah right now or Colorado, you're going. Wait a minute, it's a different time. You know, there's some states though where their time zones are like completely split. Like Indiana, uh, Indiana is uh, boy, that's a split state. Uh, Indiana has is Eastern and uh, Central time. There's some little town in Indiana uh, where the time zone goes right down the middle of Main Street. On one side of the street, it's one time. One on the other side of the street, it's another time. So if you're ever in Indiana going, what the hell? What's with this place? That might be part of it. Uh, the only weird thing we got here in Arizona is we don't do daylight savings time. So right now we're on California time. Um, this is your daily distraction from all the anger, anxiety, weirdness, and hoopla going on in the world today. We come to you every day at the same time, and the show is built on three things, three platforms, three things. The three things are your questions and comments here on Facebook Live or on YouTube or on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. Uh, oftentimes, we have some knick-knack, memorabilia, autograph, little piece of hoopla that we show and share with you. And uh, uh, then we, um, you know, we try to weave a story around it. Uh, also, we then recommend two albums or uh, two artists, excuse me, two artists or two pieces of music based on our vast and mighty vinyl album collection. So that's what we do. Um, haven't spent a lot of time looking at the television today. Um, I know that... Um, <laughs> I know that the current occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is trying to walk back his own. I didn't want to panic anyone unless, you know, it comes to like scary black people, you know, or hippies, something like that. I was just, I wanted everybody to stay calm. You know who's not panicked right now? He did achieve. Can I say this? I'm going to say this. All right. Uh, and generally, I don't, you don't get too many compliments from me about Donald Trump. You didn't get him in the 80s. Back, all the way back in the early 80s, I knew who this guy was. Uh, he did stop the panic in going on 200,000 people because they're dead. Uh, and for my uh, foolish friends, and I have foolish friends, uh, uh, Nancy Emmons says, Nick Nax, did you mean bobbleheads? No, Nancy, sometimes, give me that little yellow thing right there. Okay, all right? So uh, sometimes we have stuff like this. Hold on. I can't make him jump right now. There. There. We got this guy. That's not a bobblehead. So uh, there you go. That's like a knickknack. Um, uh, for my foolish friends who say, well, I just looked at the CDC site, and it says only 10,000 people died of coronavirus, and the rest of them, uh, the 190,000, they, they had something else. Yes. Yes. You see, that's the way it was with HIV. You didn't die from HIV. You died from the complications brought on by contracting HIV. If you've got diabetes and you're in a car wreck, you died from car wreck. That's what you died from. They go, well, you know, he also had diabetes and that's what. No, you died from car wreck. What was the driver of the death? The driver of the death is coronavirus. People go, well, a lot of these people were old. Really? You got something against old people? You don't like old people? 
I thought all lives mattered. All lives matter. All lives matter. You know, you got something to get. You go, well, a lot of them also had other diseases. Yes, millions and millions and millions of Americans have hypertension. They have high blood pressure. I think those are the same things. I'm not a doctor, and I do not play one on Facebook. Uh, they have diabetes, the diabetes, where I grew up. You know what happened. You know how come he ain't got no foot? He lost it to the diabetes. Uh, they have diabetes, type 1 or type 2. All right? They have respiratory diseases. They have countless, countless other comorbidities. They're overweight. We are overweight. Man, I tell you what, and I don't put people down for their looks. Well, yeah, you know, I have, you know, but it's not my general, uh, it's not the general thrust of what I do. I think there's much, you know, once you get to know people, there's much greater ways to make fun of them than their looks or ethnicity. Believe you me. Uh, I go to the grocery store out here sometime and I go, all these people are good. <laughs> you talk about unhealthy I mean, I love this little town I live in. I love Maricopa. I truly do. But uh, it was a re in a recent survey that was conducted uh, somewhere, someplace, sometime, somehow. This town was uh, voted uh, two things. place where it was uh, the most useless to have a handicap sticker. Matter of fact, when you pull up to a store here, okay, it's like every handicap spot is taken, you know, and then, then you have to, you've got, you've got people who are in uh, walkers and wheelchairs we actually have to park across the street sometime. Somebody handicap uh, folks here. And it was also voted the, uh, hold on. It was also voted, someone's trying to call me. It was also voted the, uh, the place where you least want to see people in yoga pants. So uh, let's see. Uh, Nancy Eamon says, uh, you're being way too smart for all those people who are in denial about COVID. You know, we talked about this yesterday. You know, I, I'm an alcoholic. I'm a clean and sober alcoholic. And we tell people after they've been sober for a little while, we go, look, this is uh, not just a drinking disease. This is really a thinking disease. Your thinking's all messed up. Matter of fact, there used to be old timers. When I first got sober and they'd come up to a new guy and go, all right, you want to you you not keep not drinking? He go, yeah, I don't want to go back to jail. I don't want to ruin my liver. I don't want to lose my, uh, my family, my job. And he go, all right. Now, when you get up in the morning, how do you put your pants on? He go, what? So how do you put your pants on? I don't know. You go, what are you, right leg first or left leg? Right leg. Good. Tomorrow, left leg. Because the only thing you got to change is everything. So when I see this really what is now sad thinking that seems to permeate a certain portion of our population, man, you guys got to start putting on your pants different because your thinking is messed up. Your thinking is all wrong. You know, when you see that 190,000, close to 200,000 people died, you go, yo, some of them had a heart disease. Millions of people have heart disease. Millions of people have diabetes. Millions of people have uh, circulatory issues. Millions. And then you throw in a little, uh, little corroded virus. You know what? We got sick from the corroded virus. Uh, that's how you end up like this. These people would be alive today if it weren't for the coronavirus. So knock it. The fuck off. Uh, what else can I tell you? Uh, hey, my brother's watching. Hey, Jerry, how you doing? Uh, Tyler, Tyrus Etheridge is watching. Hello, Tyrus. Tyrus, who uh, is uh, uh, an important, important person uh, in the evolution of our brand new comedy club, JP's Comedy Club, 860 East Warner Road, Gilbert, Arizona, where I will be. They're doing a open mic night tonight. It's the final of a whole run of open mic nights that Jim Perry put together 
uh, to kind of uh, open the doors to the local comedy community. Once again, let me tell you about this club. 110, 120 seats. That's what it's got. Tops. Okay? We are adhering to social distancing guidelines. We will not sell more than 45 or 50 tickets. 40, I think, actually. 40 to 45. All right? But people do have a craving to be able to be around other people. And we're finding a way to be able to do that as safely as possible. Hello, Kevin Brown. Hello to you. So uh, we're going to be doing that. Tonight is the final. Uh, they'll do other open mic nights. But last week they did it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And this week, Thursday only. Uh, and then starting next week, ladies and gentlemen, next week, uh, the 17th, 18th, and 19th, I will be headlining JP's Comedy Club. I am uh, humbled and uh, thrilled that Jim said, why don't you uh, open up the club as the inaugural headliner? So uh, I think their website's up. Check it out, JP's Comedy Club. Google that. You'll find the website. Uh, you can get information there, ticket prices and stuff. So I'm going to be there for five shows, not this weekend, but the following weekend on Saturday night for show 7.30. Saturday night for show 7.30. It's been ordered. It's being built. It's being created. It's being handcrafted. One lucky person at the first show on Saturday night will win a Tony Visick bobblehead. That's true. A Tony Visick bobblehead. It will be a two of a kind because I'm ordering one for myself because... You know, I'm not as crazy. I'm not so crazy that I could end up in the White House, but I'm still pretty crazy. But you have one of only two Tony Vizic bobbleheads in the known universe. So you're gonna want to uh, you're gonna want to get tickets for that first show Saturday night at JP's Comedy Club because everybody will get a raffle ticket. We're gonna pull one of those numbers out of a hat. Maybe this hat. Maybe a different hat. I have a lot of hats. You know what I got? I've got uh, Cheryl. Will you bring me the top hat over there? Bring me the top hat. I show you, I'm going to show you the hat that we're going to pull the raffle ticket out of. I'm going to show it to you now. Hold on. Uh, our producer, everybody out there, give her a hand. Our producer just happens to be my wife, uh, Shirley Lovisic, uh, is handing me this. This is the hat. That will be turned over like this. And then, hap, oh, Mike Lawson's napping. Hi, Tina. Okay, uh, Nancy Amy has visualized herself as the winner. You visualize away. I hope you win. Out of this hat, my hand or someone else's hand, someone from um, Price Waterhole or whatever that place is that they do the Academy Awards, Price, uh, Price Waterworks, Price Water Sports. <laughs> we're going to have, we're gonna have a, a, a pseudo accountant from Price Water Sports who uh, will have washed their hands by then, believe you me. And they're going to reach in, and they're going to pull out a winning ticket. And that person will win. Yeah, I'm going to leave it here. That person will win. I, I, I don't have space here. Here, take it. Take it now. I'm done with it. We'll win a, uh, uh, there's only be two of them in the world, a Tony Vizic bobblehead. And I promise you this. I'm going to make you promise. There may be other Tony Vizic bobbleheads in the future. It's a reasonable assumption. That others will be created. There might be bootleg ones made by like weirdos. But this particular bobblehead, there will only be two ever, 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 ever. Price waterboarding, that's a good one. Price waterworks. Price uh, watering your britches. Uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, that's going to be happening September 19th, first show, JP's Comedy Club, 860 East Warner Road. 
Gilbert, Arizona. You're going to want to check it out. Uh, what else can I tell you? Oh, uh, one other thing. If you've ever thought about doing stand-up comedy, and who hasn't thought about doing stand-up comedy? I mean, let's think about it for a second. Do you know anybody in the world that's never thought about it? They might lie because people are liars. But if you get almost everyone, everyone in the world, and they were to receive a phone call from Bob Woodward, from Bob Woodward, Hold on a minute, I got a little YouTube connection problem here. We pay a lot of money for terrible internet. Um, if you were to get a call, so there we go. We're back online with YouTube. YouTubers, do not, do not despair. We're watching out from you. It says my connection is unstable. That's not the only thing. Um, if you were to, Paul Whitney says price water broke. <laughs> We're getting some good ones here. Price waterboard. Price. I wouldn't go waterboarding. I wouldn't do the, uh, I think that'd be a gerund, wouldn't it? Or is that then become an adjective? I don't know. Uh, I'd go price waterboard, price water broke, price water sports, price water hole, uh, price water works, price water burger. <laughs> but I think everybody wants to be a stand up comic. And I bet you almost every person in the world, if they were to get a late night phone call from Bob Woodward, they would confess the truth. Man, when are people who are president of the United States going to figure out if Bob Woodward calls and go, I'm not in, I'm not in for no Bob Woodward's, no Bob Woodward's for me. Thank you very much. I will not be speaking with anybody named Woodward or Woodwork or Woodhouse or Woody. I won't talk to Woody from Toy Story. Would I, could I, no, I won't. <laughs> would I, could I, oh, wouldn't I? That's a terrible joke. I'm not going to tell that one. Uh, it's an old joke I heard when I was a kid. Oh, wouldn't I? Can't tell. Hey, you know who's uh, watching right now? And I just want to give a, a shout out. Ah, there's your shout. Uh, a shout out to uh, Paul Whitney. Paul Whitney. Paul Whitney's going to start his own. Um, Paul Whitney had me almost fallen out of my chair Friday night. Because he was hitting me with a stick repeatedly. No, he had me uh, falling out of my chair Friday night with his uh, comedy show on the Class Clowns Zoom Comedy Showcase when he uh, brought out a little mini wrestling ring in his action figures. And it was so damn funny. Uh, I was supposed to take notes and give him notes, and I was not able to gather the notes I normally would because I was laughing so darn hard. But there's your note. There's your note. A guy who was not planning on laughing because he takes comedy seriously. And he was taking notes. Could not take notes because I was laughing so damn hard. Paul Whitney is going to start his own YouTube channel. His own YouTube show once a week with him and his admirable action figures. I don't know what he's going to call the show. But uh, you're going to want to watch for that. We're going to be promoting the hell out of that on uh, this uh, particular uh, network channel show. Internet-based hoo-ha. Whatever the hell we are. I don't, I don't even know what we are anymore. Um... Oh, one other thing. One, 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 one. Uh, Nancy Emmons says, Paul is hilarious. I'll never look at action figures the same way again. Uh, I don't know how you looked at them before. So, um, uh, and this is a pseudo family show, even though I do say fuck at least once a show. Uh, that's what I should, I should build this as the family show that only says fuck once a show. But now I've said it like six, seven times. No longer a family show. Manson family. Uh, okay, all right. 
if you're looking to do stand-up comedy, uh, I've got a Zoom class starting tonight at 6 p.m. You can still join that class. All you have to do is go to comedyschools.com and click the uh, beginning class uh, link, and you'll be able to register and pay, and you'll get your Zoom code, and we'll see you tonight at 6. If you are in the greater Phoenix area or anywhere in the world, and you can get here by this coming Monday at 7.30 p.m., I will be at JP's Comedy Club in Gilbert, Arizona, doing a free audit of my stand-up comedy workshops. So you're going to want to come over and check that out if you're interested, okay? It's cool, all right? And we'll let you watch the first, we'll let you be involved with the first half of the class this Monday for free to see if it's for you. And then if you like what you hear and like what you see, we'll get you signed up and get you on your way to having some real fun. Uh, my brother Jerry Vizdig has given us a little information here. Los Angeles is covered in smoke. Yeah, you know, I talked to my uh, daughter today on the phone, and uh, I want to thank everybody who kind of gave her shout-outs and well wishes. Uh, she broke her arm, uh, and what happened was she was uh, doing everything right. Isn't that how it works? She was on her bike. She's a bike rider. She was doing everything right. Uh, she had the right-of-way. She was in the right part of the street, and a car decided to zoom around some people that were walking in the street, and it didn't hit her, but she had to lock up the brakes. She went head over heels. Wearing a helmet, thank goodness, okay, but broke her little arm. Uh, and I say her little arm, I mean, she's a grown-up lady, but you know how it is with your kids. Uh, so thank you for all you gave her a shout-out. She's mending nicely, and she does so appreciate it. Uh, she told me today, she goes, I got kind of a sore throat and it's hazy out here. She's one of those people who never watches the news, never, ever, ever, okay, which is, I mean, it's a choice. She goes, I'm not going to pollute my mind with that. I'm going to do other things. Um, and... Uh, she said she had a sore throat, and then I mentioned the fire. She went, oh, yeah. So I don't know how bad it is, Jerry. I know that yesterday in San Francisco that uh, there was the smoke was so thick that streetlights came on at noon. Hello, Joe Gannon. Joe, where'd you go last night? You were in the workshop, and then boom, you were gone. So uh, we couldn't find you. Joey, we couldn't find you. I want to say a couple of things to all you people out there who like to put down things to all you people out there to like to put down San Francisco and Los Angeles. Okay. California is a great state. It is a great state. By the way, Arizona is a great state for all of its fallbacks, for all of its foibles. And the same with California and California is a huge, massive state. Yes. It costs money to live there. Yes. Sometimes you get older like me. Okay. That city is for people who are there to make their mark. And you made your mark, whether it's a barely, barely noticeable mark or, or a deep mark, and you move on, all right? But we still, for years, have still gone back once a month. It's like I lived in L.A. Uh, uh, used to be I lived in L.A. three weeks out of the month in Arizona, uh, one week in a month total. Now it's the opposite. Uh, Paul Whitney says to Nancy, thank you. Glad you enjoyed it, the show. Jerry says, greatest place in the world. It is. It is. Los Angeles is fantastic. And I love going back there, spending time with my brother Jerry in Woodland Hills and my daughter right down there in the city. So for all of you jerks, and I'm being nice, for all of you jerks who want to run down California all the time or taking some sort of glee in the difficulties that that state is having right now with the wildfires, we don't make fun of you when a hurricane knocks over your whole town. We pitch in and we help out. We don't make fun of you when tornadoes come through and rip down half your city. We pitch in and we help out. We don't make fun of you 
when all the power lines in your town have snapped because there's been a massive ice storm and it's bringing on all the power lines and now you don't have any heat. We don't make fun of you for living where you live, that you made a choice that was best for you, which you get to do in this country, and that you have troubles because then what we do is we pitch in and help out. And I don't give a damn if you're a Tea Party punk, if you're a Republican, and believe me, there's a big difference, okay? If you're conservative, if you're liberal, if you're progressive, you're an American. And if you're in trouble, we pitch in and we help out, no matter where you live. You know, I mean, Jerry and I were talking one time, and he goes, he got so sick, he'd be traveling around the country, and people go, where are you from? He go, California. Go, oh, I'm sorry. He go, why? Why? You know, because you've got a nicer, this trailer park you live in is so much goddamn better than where I live. And nothing against people living in trailer parks. I used to live in a trailer park, and then the whole damn trailer burnt down one night. And you know what happened when my trailer burnt down? And it wasn't for my own foolishness. Somebody dropped the cigarette down the couch, but I kicked everybody out of the, my, the party. I don't know. I'll tell you the story someday. It was in 1976, the bicentennial year. Uh, and my whole trailer burnt down. And you know what happened when my trailer burnt down? People pitched in and helped out. You pitch in and help out. Quit getting your pleasure off of the problems of others because your problems are coming. All of us. That is life. A series of problems to be solved and joys to revel in. All right? Pitch in and help out. And if you can't do that, shut up. All right. That's my show for the day. Have I, am I, am I ran out of time, Cheryl? Am I, what am I at? Oh, I got nine minutes. I got nine minutes? I thought you would give me the five-minute sign. No? Were you just waving? No, I was... What were you doing? Oh, she was braiding her hair. And I mistook it as the... <clears throat> I got nine minutes, so let's talk about some music, okay? All right, because I got a couple things here to show you that I like. Um, I've talked about this band before. I don't know if I've talked about this particular album. I don't think I have, because I got it out of the closet, and in the closet are albums I haven't talked about. This is The Twelve Dreams of Dr. Sardonicus. By the band Spirit. 12 Dreams of Dr. Sardonicus by the band Spirit. I think what we did uh, earlier was we had a Best of Spirit album. We talked about why I used to buy Best of albums. Uh, but I also bought this one. This is an incredibly wonderful album. Uh, and on here is Animal Zoo. Morning Will Come. Just a great rave up rocker. Mr. Skin. Kind of stuff young guys do. Mr. Skin. You know where he's been. Abinov Shirley. Amanov's asking to see Ray. Tomorrow we'll bring him. Tomorrow. Okay, so here's our, we're making an announcement. We told you that uh, September 19th at JP's Comedy Club, first show, we'll be giving away one a Tony Vizic bobblehead. Tomorrow, 2 p.m., we're going to uh, bring Ray on camera, Ray the Dumpster Cat. Shirley doesn't like it when I call him Ray the Dumpster Cat, but, but that is his name. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. He's got to have a first name and a last name. Ray, Ray the Fighter. Uh, let's see. Uh, what do we got out here? Uh, Jerry says, When I Touch You is a, a great tune. Great Street Worm, which I really don't know. Love is Found Away. Space Child, Prelude, Nothing to Hide. It is such a hot song. Life has become uh, Nature's Way, one of the great songs uh, at the beginning of, uh, uh, say, the environmental movement uh, in 1970. Uh, and this song is, uh, this album's from around that time. Uh, Nature's Way is a great song about... Uh, Nature, you know, it's nature's way of uh, telling you something's wrong. This is a great album by a great band. Uh, some little funny things about this band. The uh, lead guitarist 
and the drummer were related. The drummer was the lead guitarist's dad, but he went by a different name. Uh, he was uh, had shaved his head bald or was bald-headed because that kind of looked cool, wore sunglasses, and nobody figured out that the drummer looked about 30 years older than everyone else. Uh, later on, some of these guys went on to... Uh, uh, they went on to uh, uh, form other great groups, uh, uh, Jay Ferguson's band and uh, Firefall. But uh, if you want to give yourself a treat, please, YouTube, YouTube uh, Nature's Way. YouTube that song. And from there, you can work your way through the, uh, the spirit canon. But it is just a fantastic tune. You will love it, this generation or any other. 12 Dreams of Dr. Sardarga's Spirit. Uh, funny thing, a uh, spirit right now, and I don't know how the uh, the court case went. Spirit, and I believe it was Jay Ferguson, has sued. Uh, let's see, Randy California died saving his son from drowning in Hawaii. Wow, wow. You know the story. Uh, the story can always change. Um, one, I believe it's Jay Ferguson is suing, or has sued Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin had kind of, first off, incredible music from Led Zeppelin, but they had kind of a reputation of kind of doing other people's songs and kind of put it down that they were the writers of the songs. And they got sued by uh, Willie Dixon and, uh, and others like him because they were doing uh, their songs without giving them credit. Uh, the upside was that a lot of uh, uh, African-American blues artists that were struggling or you know just living middle-class lives became very wealthy with the settlement of the lawsuit. And the question is, if Led Zeppelin hadn't done that, you know, what if they'd done a deal early on? It wasn't that great of a deal, but the guys took it because they were broke. Instead, the songs became massively popular. And then uh, they had to, uh, Led Zeppelin's record company and the band had to pay out huge sums to them. But they're being sued by, I think, Jay Ferguson of Spirit because they claim that the song Stairway to Heaven was a total ripoff of a song they were working on. When, when Led Zeppelin was touring America at one point, Spirit was their opening band, and Jay Ferguson shared a tape of an opening riff that sounds almost exactly like the opening riff to Stairway to Heaven. I don't know what the settlement in the suit was, but you would not think of Led Zeppelin and Spirit in the same breath unless you're just talking about rock bands. Led Zeppelin being one of those super gigantic powerhouses that will live on and live on and live on. And Spirit, as great as bad as they are, will eventually fade into obscurity. Like Artie Shaw was a stunning guy from the swing big band era. But uh, I don't know if anybody knows the outcome of it. But you really want to check out that album. You want to check out that song, Nature's Way. What? Now, what are you laughing at? Oh, did I, did I finish the mention about that, that Ray will be on tomorrow? At 2. Tomorrow at 2 p.m. Arizona time. New life will be presented right here on Living on a Thin Line. And you will be able to see for the first time, making his podcast debut, Ray the Dumpster Cat. He's going to be here with all of us. That's, it's, he's got to have a showbiz name, Cheryl. He can be whatever he wants, but that's gotta, he's got to have a showbiz. That's a good showbiz name. Ray the Dumpster Cat. What the hell? Shirley rescued this cat when it's probably less than a day old from a dumpster in Casa Grande. All right. And now, uh, now we got a cat in the house, which means, um, means goodbye all the leather furniture. It's just going to be torn to shit. Because that's the, it's probably going to be an indoor cat. That's, indoor cats live forever. Outdoor cats, not so long. All right. 
Okay, we're going to keep the cat alive. We're going to keep hope alive. We're going to keep you alive because we go live every day at 2 p.m. Abhinav says, are you the garbage man because he's a dumpster cat? No, Abhinav, I'm not. You know what? You know what? And that wasn't, you know, no, no. Ray Charles is second. Uh, Paul Whitney, what's the name of Ray Charles? He's not aimed at the Ray Charles. He's named after Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray Leonard, the great lightweight from the late 40s and throughout the 50s. A great lightweight champion of the world. Maybe middleweight. I forget what Sugar Ray Leonard was, but he is a legend to this day. And he's named after Sugar Ray Leonard. Okay, I got to go. Just you guys are getting all warmed up now. You know, you guys need to warm up before the show, okay? Because you guys get really good towards the end of the show, jumping in. But then the show's got to end. I got other things to do. I got cheeses to eat and naps to take. You know, you can't deny a man my age that. All right, we got to go. We're going to be gone. We'll be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Let's see what Travis say. There's no love like the love you find in the garbage. <laughs> garbage love. Jerry Viggs says Robinson. What did I say? I said Sugar Ray Leonard, Sugar Ray Robinson. I apologize. You're right. I was going so fast. Sugar Ray Robinson, not Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray Leonard was a hell of a fighter, though. I'm going to say that. Sugar Ray Robertson, uh, uh, the, uh, who is a, is a, in the movie, uh, um, damn it, why do I do this now? Is this a 65 thing? Raging Bull, Raging Bull. You see, uh, Jake LaMotta had several fights with, uh, uh, several, several fights with, uh, uh, with Sugar Ray. Not Sugar Ray the band, by the way. Piss on those guys. All right. That's it. I got to go now. You guys talk amongst yourselves, okay? Maybe I should leave this on and take a nap because you guys are having a great time now and it's time to end the show. Not Sugar Ray the Musician. I just said that, Paul. Not Sugar All right. I got to go. Goodbye. I'll be back tomorrow with the Dumpster Cat. I'll, you know what? You keep it up, I'll just call it Dumpster Cat. You're, and it'll be your fault. Yours. 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 Not mine. All right. I got to go. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you tomorrow at 2 p.m. on Living on a Thin Line. Bye-bye.